Hello, this is We Become Church. Thanks for tuning in. We are pastors Tori and Alan Rogers. At We Become, our mission is to help people know and become who God has uniquely created them to be by becoming more like Him. As Colossians 3.10 states, Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. Good morning, Happy New Year, and thanks for tuning in. We're going to pick up where we left off on yesterday in Matthew chapter 6, picking up from verse 25. Yesterday, you heard Pastor Tori teach on verse 24, serving God and not being enslaved to money. So picking up at verse 25, therefore, and the reason he's saying therefore is because of what he previously said in verse 24, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? So this is Jesus speaking and he's saying, do not worry about your life. I don't know what some of you think, but to me, this is a huge statement and command. I mean, you might think like, well, wait, it's natural to worry about things in this life. I mean, life is full of disappointments, failures, setbacks, problems, bills, trouble. So it's natural to just kind of worry about things. But let's let's really stop and think, what is worry? And one simple way, you know, I to describe worry is to what does the word worry mean so I went over to dictionary.com and the first definition for worry is to torment oneself with or suffer from disturbing thoughts to fret but there's also another interesting definition which comes in verse 5 not sorry not verse 5 in the fifth definition of the word worry it means to harass by repeated bitings or snappings, etc. So it's not just having thoughts about, oh, what am I going to eat today? What am I going to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? It's being constantly harassed by these things and being tormented by these things and having these things control us and kind of consume our mind and our thoughts. So I think this is what Jesus is saying don't worry about your life. Don't allow your life, the things of life, to, to get you to the point where you're totally focused on the issues of life and not the God of this life. Jesus says, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Isn't your existence more than these small things that we tend to worry and fret over? So I believe he's saying there's more to this life than just the things we tend to worry and be consumed about. This makes me think of the scripture reference, uh, Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7, where it states, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So this ties in to in you know Matthew 6:25 when Jesus is saying don't worry about this life. Philippians 4:6 starts off with be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about anything. It says but 
in everything, in all things, in all situations, by prayer and supplications, with thanksgiving, let your request, let the things that you need, let the things that you desire be made known unto God. And then it says the peace of God. God will give you a peace in your situation, in your circumstance, which won't make sense. And it will surpass your understanding and the understandings of other people who are around you and who are looking at you and who see how calm you are through what you're going through. And keep in mind, Jesus knows our need and he's experienced hunger. He's experienced being hot, being cold, having things that, that he has desired. After when he came off of his 40-day fast, I'm so he, sure he was absolutely starving. So he can empathize with our, our cares, our concerns, our worries, our needs, with, with you know, us being concerned with being able to pay a bill or, or provide or, or, you know, with having health care for, for ourselves and for our children and with the, the rise of insulin prices, with being able to afford your, your diabetic medication. He knows. He knows. He cares. He's compassionate. But yet he is saying in everything pray make me aware of what what your need is and what's going on and i will give you a peace verse 26 starts look at the birds of the air for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not more valuable than they and thinking about this is something i never really thought about you know we have a lot of squirrels in the area that we lived in and about Say probably two months ago, you saw a lot of squirrels running around digging holes, but they're burying and storing acorns. So st squirrels store up for the winter. Birds don't do this. I've never seen a bird, you know, flying a harvest or a great bundle of, of worms or bird seed or whatever else birds eat. You don't see them storing that up for themselves. I believe birds, I mean, I haven't followed a bird or interviewed a bird to know exactly what their day-to-day -day life is like. However, I believe birds just go out each day and they eat each day just what they need for the day. Then they go back to their nest, feed their young, you know, go to sleep or whatever in their nest, go back out again the next day and repeat the process. So they don't store up for themselves, but God provides for the birds each, every, each and every day exactly what they need. And Jesus is asking this question, are you not more valuable than the birds? God values you far more than any bird that's ever been created or ever existed. And he values you far more than all the birds in the world. If birds can be carefree, can we? Can we have that, that just trust and dependence on God just to know that God is going to bring forth what I need for this day? And this brings to mind uh, the scripture in uh, Philippians 4.19. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And thinking of this, looking up the word all, it means every, entirely, completely. So God will provide all your needs. God will provide every one of your needs. God will entirely provide all of your needs. God will completely provide all of your needs. I think it's hearing these words of Jesus, he's trying to get us and to help us to stand confident in what he says and his promises. Going into verse 27, 
says, which of you, by worrying, can add one cubic to his stature? And some other translation says, say, uh, which of you can add an hour to your own life? In other words, worry doesn't do us any good. And we look at uh, Luke, Luke 10, 40 through 42. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken from her. The emphasis of this is don't be consumed with the responsibilities of life to the point where we lose focus of Christ. Let's let's choose to trust God and to, and to be confident in the fact that he will provide for us. He will meet our needs. He will come through for us. And this isn't something that, that I have mastered or I am perfect at. I tend to, to worry to have fear regarding certain things, but I always try to look back over my life and look at how God has provided for my wife and my my children and our family and how he has saw us through some very difficult and very tough times. And one other thing you want to want to consider, what does worry actually gain us? What does it actually change regarding your life? What situation in your life has been improved by you worrying and fretting and exhausting yourself over the thought of what could or might possibly happen. Your life is more than the things you worried about. Again, I mentioned, you know, um, I'm Pastor Allen. I'm married to Pastor Tori. Together, we have six children, and I myself have another child. So that's a lot of responsibility. That's a lot of mouths, mouths to feed. However, the, my last four jobs, I've been laid off due to various reasons companies moving um, to the other side of the country, not able to get funding, lawsuits, just different things, companies closing their, their doors for, for different reasons. But God has always sustained us, taken care of us, provided for us through every layoff. We've, you know, never missed a mortgage payment. We've never missed a meal. We've always had a vehicle to drive, a warm home. God has always provided and taken care of us. And have I worried? Absolutely. But my goal is to stand confident in the fact that God said he would never leave me nor forsake me, that he would provide all of my needs according to his riches and glory, and also to look back over how he has taken care of us up until this point. I'm 39 years old, and God has never abandoned us. God has never left us on an island to, to, to struggle and to, to just to die. He's always come through. He's always provided and taken care of us. Now, that doesn't mean we didn't have to cut back. Like, we cut cable probably five years or so ago. Haven't missed it, honestly. But we looked for ways where we could cut back our expenses and our costs and be more responsible with what God has blessed us with. And I pray that this would help you and encourage you to, to cast your cares on Him and to make your request known to God and to look back over your life and think about the things that you're worrying about now and look back and see, has God not come through? Has God not made a way? Has God not provided? Has God not sustained you? Has God not brought you this far? And I pray that you would do that. And I pray this would help you to, to, to be encouraged and to apply this to your life. Thank you for joining us. I pray that you were blessed by today's message and that it has helped you to better know and grow in God. 
I pray that your fears have been challenged, your spirit has been strengthened, and your faith has increased as we continue to be transformed into the image of his son Jesus.